It's like, okay, uh, y'all don't fucking know, but Heather's about to lift not in primetime and come drag somebody's fucking ass. <laughs> it pisses me off. So, I wish Heather was just, she needs another prep to get get suited to her. You know, she just moved down three weight classes. Yeah. She really needs another prep to get suited to that. But, I mean, she's still, she's got an injured tricep, probably still going to press 175 on one arm. Right. And uh, she's probably going to squat close to four, three weight classes down. And she's got a deadlift over 300. So they what did they said they're going to announce it based on dots? Yeah. So you'd have to compete at a WRPF before it would be in primetime. Well, I mean, that's fair, I guess, because they want to have their their best dots, you know. But it's, it's not the state championship or anything. It's least. true. But it's a local meet. But and it it's, is it's one a of, popular local right. meet. Right. And that's probably more of what it has to do with. It's not really. A, it's definitely not a personal thing. It's probably just like. You have a WRPF total, though. No. If there had been 50 liver, lifter, lifters in, in, in November and there was a primetime flop. Yeah, I wouldn't, lifter, I wouldn't would have been. Had, would have not had chapped your ass a little bit knowing that you were probably going to win that day? Like, no, because then it would have been like, oh, all these great lifters lifted, but this guy who we don't know just fucking smoked them all. So. <laughs> Les Keys, our, our best lifter, fucks up the second squat. This guy we don't know beats everyone's ass. Like, I would feel pretty good about that. I'd be like, fuck you, you guys. You would be a little like scorned initially, though. No, I'd be like, this is why I'm going to win honest, today. I, I know what would happen. You wouldn't be, they would pre-announce it and they would put you in a different flight initially. And then after you turned in your openers, they would move you to. They might they, would. They would have moved you to that. that they flight. might be like, oh shit, this guy's opening heavier on everything. And he's going to break state records. So <laughs> like, fuck. We're well, sure I have to start calling you prime, man. <laughs> I, I got a ways to go, but I do think 17, 1750 is. I'm going to go get my 15 and that's all I want this time. But. I think we'll. I think we'll break fifteen. I think. I think we'll break. If 15. I don't break first, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's that's the goal though is to keep you healthy. And I think if we that. dial in deadlift, we could break fifteen with a four hundred fifty pound squat. Yeah. So, I mean, I feel like we've got. I think I'm pressing over four. I'm not gonna lie to you. No, I think we'll 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 break a thousand minimum just on bench and deadlift. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm thinking we might be like closer 10, to eleven, five and eleven. Yep, it's possible. I mean, I think it would take. It would ta I mean, it's going to take. I'm not going to press four fifty, so it's going to take four thirty and six seventy. Yeah, but I think I can. I honestly think I can. That'd be pretty dope. I might not hit more than six ten in prep, but that's the way every deadlift prep has ever gone for me. <laughs> I hit five eighty five in prep. You know what I mean? Like that's nah, that is what I mean, it is like. But that that's the thing. Like we'll be able to tell on meet day, like how warmups are going. Well, obviously we'll have a, a last warm up as an opener, but, yeah. and then we'll make a, we'll, we'll make jumps from there, but I think we'll have a, we'll have, we'll have like a plan A, plan B, and then a plan C on thirds. I think that'd be the best way to go. About I know it. whether I press 400 or not, I'm going to crush my own platform record on bench press. Yeah, um, what did you do? 350? 369. 369, yeah. And remember, we did it close grip, too, basically. Yeah. Yeah, and that's all we've been practicing here lately is close grip. I mean, so before me and you started, I hit the 365 for two close grip. And yeah. Felt it at the top on the third rep. Yeah. So I think that bodes pretty well. I think that bodes pretty well for a 400-pound press. Yeah. I think what was my, my best before I pressed 436, which I, and I had more, was 365 for eight. 
So with a regular press, yeah, with a regular yeah. press. So and that was one one pause at the t uh, first and one pause at the last. So I think we'll be fine. I don't know what I could hit close grip at that time because I just wasn't. Also, we don't know what a performance enhancing dose looks for me. It looks like for me after I've yeah. done TRT either. So I might I might skip the anabolics and just just buy some HGH. It's fair because I have a medical need for it anyway. Yeah. Are they gonna? You got a prescription for it, or are they? I have a prescription, but insurance doesn't cover it, so it's like eleven hundred dollars a month for oh, gold top. God damn. HGH, <laughs> like, but it's like the good shit. You know? Yeah, I mean, yeah. you'll you'll you get what you pay for. Damn, that's a lot. But also, I'm not gonna be able to pin. My prescription was like two to three IU's a day, so yeah. I'm not gonna be able to pin a performance enhancing dose. Right. If I use the prescribed one. Not to say I won't make gains. I'm no, I mean gains on it, but that's like, that's what I'm going to. I'm use. not going to, uh, you know. Before I did it, I pinned five. So yeah, I'm only going to do three. Five worked out though because it ended up being because you basically end up with I end up basically with uh, it's fifty I use a bottle, right? I think it's ten I use a bottle, and you get well, you you end up getting thirty days when you order the whole kit though. Like at five, at, at five, I think because you that's get, what I always pin. You get a hundred IU's for a kit, so you got so five's twenty days. Yeah, so almost I, a month. Yeah, I did. Well, I did. I know for a fact I did five the whole time. I used yeah, well, I mean, you yeah. you bought more than a kit. I might have. I don't remember. You bought. I think you bought two kits, and I've done that. I did that multiple times too. I ran did you three HGH stuff? I'll tell you, it did hinder huh. my. I think it permanently hindered my ability to drop below about two hundred seventy pounds. Mm -hmm. If everything has gotten larger, including like like yeah. uh, internal organs, then it, it will be more difficult. That's why I don't want to. Like, I kind of want to just to just to get bigger, but I'm like, uh, well, I just want it for the recovery at this point. Uh, well, I'm motivated because if it did, I'll go Monday to find out if it did heal my labrum. Yeah. They're going to do a scan. Well, I go to have, uh, I, they've already done a scan. If you remember, I went back in March to get Yeah, it. yeah, yeah. Um, they're going to review the, that. The actual sports doctor is going to review it. Mm -hmm. My doctor. Okay. And if it's healed, that means the HGH healed it because that's the only thing I took that could have. Right. So it stands to reason it would heal up, potentially heal up my tendonitis and my elbows and my knee. Yeah. So. HGH, man. And maybe even my IT band a little bit more. I, I have some bad soreness from squats today. Yeah. Yet, so. Yeah, it but that's went pretty tempo. hard, though. Yeah, that wasn't easy. I mean, I know that's not a heavy squat, but that wasn't easy for tempo. No. any any Anything out of tempo is so much harder. And I told Sandy when I unracked. I actually think 365 felt the best. When I unracked 315, which was my first set because mm -hmm. I built up, because I went 315, 335, 350, and 365. And then did two drop sets at two seventy five. Um, well, I unracked three fifteen and did that set. I was like, "Holy fuck, this feels like this feels like five hundred pounds." Yeah, <laughs> this sucks so bad. <laughs> when you slow it down, man, it's like it's it's crazy what it does. But that's just gonna make your squat so much better. Like it is. I, I don't know. If, my position is a lot better this time around. I think. Yeah. Using Joe's cues for you really helped my position on squats. Yeah. I mean, my squat looks. I didn't know I had a pretty good squat anyway. In terms of the way it looked, but I think it looks a lot better mm -hmm. now. Yeah. Yep, the more upright chest and like staying in position throughout the whole movement, as opposed to dipping a little bit. Like there's there's a lot that you can you can tell. Nah, you're good. We're just kind of bullshitting anyway. 
Hey guys, welcome to Sip It and Rip It. I'm Zach, he's Nathan. You can find us at uh, Coleman underscore Barbell and at, at Nathan Skedios, at Sip It and Rip It. Um, rate us five stars on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Go watch us on YouTube. Uh, we were just talking about something special for YouTube. Yeah, absolutely. We have the 50th episode coming up. Yeah. Hopefully it's not this one. Yep. <laughs> it's this one, we'll be like, hell well, damn this, it. We'll just mark it as 49... Part five. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it's a part two, but you know, forty. I, I think forty nine point one or something, something funny like that. Yeah, but like we fucked up. So <laughs> we fucked up. <laughs> or or we just skip a week and then reverse them and like like actually, you know, I mean, I don't think it'll matter that much. No. We'll celebrate fifty on our fifty first, <laughs> right? It's be like, we're, we're we're what is it like when you when you turn thirty? You turn thirty for the second time and the third time. Yeah, I mean, I just told everybody it was. Uh, I tell everybody it was my like my last birthday was thirty four. It was my fifth annual 29th birthday. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. Whatever, whatever you want to do, it doesn't matter to me. It's weird saying that I'm thirty four out loud. Yeah. Yeah. Man. I just turned 30 this year. I'll tell you what, mentally, you know, everybody tells you like it happens on decades, right? 30, yeah. 40, whatever. Being 30 did not fuck me up near as bad as being 31 fucked me up. <laughs> because you go from being 30 to being in your 30s. That's true. And it's, uh, I guess I don't really think about it that way, but, but I'm also not in my 30s yet. I am 30. So we'll, so we'll see how I feel this time next year. I'll get back to you. You're like, God. Damn, I'm I mean, in my thirties. I mean, just think the whole what time. Really, what really hurts is you know when you have to click the demographic or whatever. Like if you're registering for something or signing up for something, it's always like eight. It's always like eighteen, eighteen to thirty or something like that. And then you have to go to like the next bracket up. And I'm like, the next bracket up is like thirty-one to fifty, and you're like, fuck. Like I'm grouped with these people. I'm not that old. It feels real bad. I mean, it's it's real bad. When you're thinking like, uh, talking about like the late nineties and early two thousands, you're like, oh man, that was like 10 years ago. <laughs> it's like, no, actually, but it's 30, <laughs> actually, but sorry, you're old. I do that a lot. Sometimes I'll be thinking about music. I'm like, man, that's, that's kind of old. That was like 10, 15 years ago. And I'm like, oh shit. Like it was 20, uh, 20 something years old. And it's like, I don't have that long. That sucks. Yeah. It's painful. I had to go get a hearing test at work and uh, I was talking to the old lady and she was like, she saw the date. It was December 1st. She was like, I can't believe it's already December. And I was like, yeah, time flies by, you know? And she was like, I just don't understand why it goes by so fast. And then I was like, well, as you get older, you know, your perception of time changes because you've experienced more of yeah. it. And she was like, well, duh, I know that. And I'm like, well, you, why did you ask me? <laughs> like, like, what do you mean? Like you just said, I don't understand. I explained to you why, but you knew. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Old ladies. Whatever. Fuck yeah. it. Well, uh, Jim this week. Jim oh, this week. We didn't even talk about our cocktails. We, we didn't. Yeah, we have good ones. Uh, too. Yeah, the cocktails are good this time. Um, Here's As opposed to normally. We, well, I mean, they're always good, but they are, <laughs> it's not an old fashioned. Mm -hmm. uh, we had some peach whiskey left over. This has, I forget what it was called. The John Emerald not, I don't know. rum. Uh, like yeah, I had the John Emerald rum in it for sure. Um, Jim Bean Peach, some Amaretto again. 
um, a little bit of peach sip, simple syrup, and it's topped off with a ginger ale. Um, so it tastes good. It's awesome. Yeah, fucking drink it. Oh, you can't remember what the name <laughs> of it is. I don't remember what the name of the, I don't the even, I don't even know if you told me. You just listed off the ingredients, and I was like, that sounds great. Let's do that. Yep. It's uh, another peach cocktail with some ginger ale on top. That's all I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's good, though. So It is. It's been uh, it's a nice change-up from our huge. Yeah. It's very mild. It's very smooth and easy to drink. It's half liquor. Yeah. <laughs> that's the surprising part. It has three different liquors in it, and then... Uh, well, two liquors and a liqueur, and right. then uh, a little bit of a uh, simple syrup and uh, ginger ale. Ginger ale. So I mean, it's it's pretty fucking good. The amaretto is just it's 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 probably drinkable on its own anyway. Like the smoothness of it, it's probably not very harsh. I don't did did we taste it on its own? I don't remember. I don't think I don't I, think so. I feel like it's probably really smooth though. Yeah, it's not it's not hard. For those of you who don't know, amaretto is an almond liqueur. Yeah. And it goes really well in cocktails, apparently. We've two in a row. And it's been yeah. Nuts. Old Fashioned last week was fucking good. Yeah, it was. Last week was a peach cobbler Old Fashioned, and I completely made that up, and it was pretty <laughs> It was pretty spot on. It yeah. had, had uh, Fireball. I don't think we had talked about what it had. It had Fireball, um, the peach whiskey, and uh, peach simple syrup, amaretto, and then the normal bitters. And Yeah, it was, it was aromatic bitters. Aromatic bitters, yep. Yeah, because we didn't want to do the orange. Yeah, we talked about it. I remember now. Yep. No. Well, you got to recap anyway. Um, <laughs> There's two drink recipes for you. How was the gym for you this week? Ooh, man. Um, physically, it wasn't so bad, but mentally, it was awful. Um, unfortunately, this week has been really bad on my mental health, and I'm I'm blaming it on a lot of stuff, but primarily, I'm gonna I'm gonna blame it on um hormones dipping really bad because this is like the second week where i had come off of everything and like starting really starting like saturday um of last week it was like really bad and i could i could see it dipping and just mentally i knew i was going further down then monday came around and monday was all right Tuesday was really bad. Wednesday was really bad. And Thursday was awful. Um, so I only went to the gym Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. And I got my main stuff. I got my squat bench and my deadlift. It's a deload week. So I wasn't really worried about it. Nothing. Like, even my deadlifts were super light. It was like 315 for three sets of four at a deficit. And I was like, it was easy. Like, oh. it, it didn't phase me at all. But mentally, trying to actually do it was the hardest part. Because I was just like, I don't want to do it. Like, I just don't want to be here. And that sucks. Like, especially um, when you're someone like me and you, and we really care about the gym and we really care about the progress we make. And a lot of our mental health is tied into it, even though, we, you know, you said it before we talked to Joe about it and it's not a healthy thing, but it's just a thing yeah. for some people, especially when it's like with me, um, I was attached to it for, the, the when I when I first started powerlifting, it was I got attached to it because I was in a really bad place, and it was kind of like the the light and the darkness kind of thing, yeah. you know. It was the one thing I could look forward to. Um, but yeah, so it just kind of mentally, it just kind of sucked, and it was deload week, so it wasn't super horribly important other than the recovery side of it. And I feel I feel a lot better now. I took my my first shot TRT this week, so. Hopefully things are going to start looking up yep. uh, moving forward, but yep. we'll see. Yeah, absolutely, man. How was your week? Um, 
I didn't experience too many things that different, to be honest with you. I felt the same. I felt the same way specifically on Wednesday. Yeah. I felt like I was starting to get sick. I definitely had like some congestion and stuff, and also I was just really down. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, skipped my deadlifts. Me and you had talked about it. Mm-hmm. Um, for those of you who don't know, he's doing my programmer currently. So I think you've but, said that uh, in every episode. Uh, 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 it's okay. Yeah, you don't have to say it all the time. You don't have to mention. <laughs> well, I just uh, you know, reiterate. <laughs> it's okay. But uh, Wednesday, I just didn't feel like deadlifting, so I did all my back shit. Mm-hmm. Um, I did do some extra quad work and some hamstring work just to uh, make up for the lack of deadlift. Uh, but we're about to go into deadload week anyway, and despite this being a four or five week program, I've actually done it one week longer because I did like a lightened version of it to mm-hmm. kind of unwrap myself week one. So mm-hmm. I've been going a little while without a deload, um, but mentally I just wasn't with it. Friday was a lot better. I was a lot better mentally, uh, and then today was today was fine. Mm-hmm. Um, I did have a little bit of a lat strain today that caused me to cut my workout short. Two or three movements I didn't do. Um, that's an ongoing thing, but I'm paranoid about I'm ter- paranoid about actually severely injuring a lat because your lat and your chest are two things that if you injure one of those two things, it takes away everything in the gym. Yeah, like yeah, because it, it's I involved mean, in everything. Yeah, absolutely. Even your chest, though, under back, you know, if you were to mess up your chest, you're not going to be able to get in a position to back squat. Yeah, um, and the deadlift you can't can't do with a with a torn lat. Mm-hmm. Um, you can't really squat on a straight bar with a Torn lat, you could probably SSB, mm-hmm. probably not very well. Right. And you definitely can't bench press on yeah. a torn lat. So I'm a little bit, there's not too many things I'm scared of. I've been injured enough that I'm not worried about it. But lat is an injury that could potentially just take you out of the gym. Like yeah. Very little you could probably do. The um, only thing you could get away with is probably an SSB squat with, with a lat. Yeah. But other than that, like... You're stuck doing accessory movements and working around it. And even some, you know, because of where your triceps connect and where your lats connect, even some arm movements probably are yeah. going to be difficult, you know, if you mess yeah. up the lats. So you'll have um, you'll have to really like adjust your form to um that's what I'm looking for. Accommodate. 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 Yeah. yeah. For that strain that Yeah. So I'm I'm a little paranoid of a lat because I do feel like that's the one thing that like Obviously, you would get rid of you. You know, as long as it's muscular, you know, you would get better. But right, um, but still, it's not permanent. But it would take you out of the gym for several weeks. Yeah, likely, depending so. depending on how serious it was, you'd be pretty much constrained to you know, maybe some upper body, you know, some upper body movements in a in a very thick setting, and then lower body, which is fine. I can do lower body, but like I said, you're not going to do a real deadlift. And you're not going to do a, a barbell squat. Yeah. So, um, so I cut it short for that reason. Um, also, it was a weird day. We had a strange group of people in there today and and I had to work I had already had I already had to skip my barbell bent over rows because of the crowd that was in there so I was going to circle back and just do them last mm-hmm. and it did it on uh we're doing those pause lat pull downs it did it at the bottom of one of those and me and Nathan both have strong backs it's nothing for us to do pretty much the whole stack on it um but the pause it just I just felt something slip mm. not serious I just kind of felt a little bit of a slip and some, and it felt swollen and painful after. Um, I think it's going to be okay because I'm fine now, but yeah. it was enough for me to be like, like let's, let's I hit help my it. legs. Let's, you know, we'll head back three times a week. We can, we can afford yeah. to, <laughs> to not can. do this. You know what I mean? Like, so that's, were you, were you hydrated thing. well? Uh, yeah, relatively well this morning. By that time, of course, it was early this morning. I worked out. So I had had a full meal. Um, uh, I had had a bottle of water and a quart of 
water with electrolytes. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm nearly going to hit your whole gallon by 9 o'clock no, in the no, morning. No. Uh, but I had, you know, 40-plus ounces and an energy drink in me. I know that doesn't count, but... Um, That's still I, liquid. I had... And uh, I, I had two Diet Cokes at breakfast. Again, it doesn't really count toward hydration, but uh, there was plenty of fluid in me. Right. Well, I had, you know, 80, 90 ounces of total mm-hmm. fluid in me by the time I lifted. So that wasn't it. Just just angry. That just says what else. You know what I mean? I just wonder, maybe if maybe we start doing a little bit of stretching in your warm-up prior to back. Well, yeah, like well, I can tell you this, too. You know, front squat day, I have to stretch my lats to get in a front rack position. So I probably just need to go through those motions too you know what I mean? uh, on your friday or your saturday day five whatever. yeah well anytime i hit back i probably yeah. should go ahead and stretch my lats just to but, be a little bit safer a lot of, I, I saw this video not long ago and they were like you don't have to do all these stretches and all this stuff all you got to do is warm up with the movement that you're going to do at a lighter weight and i'm like yeah that person hasn't got old yet yeah like, <laughs> you know? like there's there's a time and place for all this stuff it sounds like somebody that's been incredibly lucky um yeah. their lifting career. And sometimes you have those people. It is just what it is. Right. I mean, you also have people that are naturally a little bit more limber. And we are not limber people, unfortunately. And, and you right. also have some people who are just genetic freaks like Kyle Curvey. <laughs> God <laughs> damn, I can't, I can't like get over the fact how strong he is and how lean he is at his body weight. And it's just, it's like, stupid. it's unfair. Like, he's like... <laughs> It was stupid. I did hit a PR on we we didn't didn't discuss that. I did hit a PR on close grip bench this week. I hit three fifteen for nine, which is only uh, one rep off my best competition grip. So mm-hmm. I feel like we're making some serious progress in uh, in terms of upper body strength. You got some compliments on your arms too. Mm-hmm. My arms are coming up, so I'm happy about that. Um, just so you guys know, that's my specialty. Apparently, <laughs> if you want big arms, you come big see arms me. Is his, that's his thing. Yeah. I, I might not do much else for you, but I will get you some big um, arms. I honestly think it's the um, the pushdown superset with the reverse grip um, because that just hits a part of my tricep that I haven't hit in a while. Mm-hmm. Um, it also hits the same tricep head that a dip would. Without, I don't have shoulder problems per se, but I do have shoulders that are prone to give me problems mm-hmm. um so that's a pretty good alternative for somebody that really can't do i can do body weight dips plus weight if i want to but i can't generally do it without some repercussions right. <laughs> you know what i mean so um so i feel like that's probably doing it and then before i got with you i was already training the shit out of i really believe in a skull crusher mm-hmm. um uh, I was doing sets of 20 anywhere from an empty bar up to about 115 pounds most days. So now that we've gotten to this 10 rep range and my elbows feel good doing a skull crusher, all of a sudden it's just exploded. And I hit, so I don't know really, we really should brag about uh, accessory work PRs, but I did do two sets of 10 with 175 pounds on skull I mean, crushers. That's still so, pretty gross. Yep. So I think I could probably squeeze out a set of five with two plates. That'd be dumb. So that, that'd be pretty gross. Justin's the only per- other person I've ever seen do skull crushers with two plates. So yeah, uh, in person. Yeah. Well, yeah, I've seen Kyle Irvay do <laughs> uh, standing like overhead extensions with two twenty five on a bar. Yeah. <laughs> on a bar. So that, that man's uh, insane, dude. He is insane. But uh, yeah, I mean, it was a good week. I had a good squat day. They were strong. Um, I think that we're. I think me and you were confident that my squat might actually go somewhere this this block um, or this prep prep. Yeah. Um, which is good, but you know, I've added a, we've added a lot of things that I didn't necessarily avoid, but for a long time I just didn't have um, the capacity to do because of pain. Mm-hmm. Um, we've done a lot of single leg movements, a lot of lunges, stuff like that, um, and uh, 
the garage actually has a really, really good leg press. It's a homemade welded leg press, but it's the angle of the platform. It feels like a squat. It doesn't feel like like a leg press. It doesn't. It don't feel like you're in an unnatural position. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I've been able to just you know really haven't loaded up a lot of weight because me and you are, are that we've we're of that my RP mindset that we want to. You want to milk the reps. I mean, you don't I, want... I'm six foot three, and I can go so low that it's not even on the safety. I can go lower than the safety. I mean, yeah. I can max the machine out in terms of depth. So, I mean, we're going like, you know, we're moving that weight three or four feet, <laughs> you know what I mean? A pretty good distance. So I haven't loaded up a lot of weight, but I do feel like they've been pretty beneficial. Um, yeah. And then uh, we've implemented, we've made the swap. We uh, started using kickstand squats instead of lunges or Bulgarians just because my hips don't really allow for me to be able to do them heavy. Yeah. Uh, and I'm also having that meniscus pain right now. So um, that's been a good swap and I, I'm able to load it up. So I w- would say that they're more effective right now anyway, because I'm able to do weight on, on right. those movements. So, and then um, uh spot, you posted about it saying that it's good for your knee health. So I think that's going to be a real positive thing. That's I'm starting it this upcoming block. I'm going to start I, doing them. I can tell you the best thing I can tell you on these is your, your knees do need to, at least in terms of my meniscus pain, it helps. It, it, you have to pay attention to how your knees track on on those. If you push your knees really far out, like you're actually doing a squat mm-hmm. on the kickstand squats, um, you will experience some interior knee pain. Um, so it's more. You want to go more um, forward than out. Yeah, you want. I, I get literally in my squat stance, and then literally just the distance of a foot back, mm-hmm. and then I'm basically performing an air squat. It's just a heels down and a, a heels up, basically. Right. Um, Off but, foot. Yeah. But you got to be careful not to. Uh, on, on, on a two-footed squat, you would do this correctly. You would engage your glutes in a way that your knees traveled really far outside. You really can't do that in that setup because it, your knee angle is so much steeper. Yeah, you're going to experience some knee pain if you you know if you don't let them fall forward instead of falling out. If right. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah. But uh, but yeah, I mean they were they were pretty productive today. That's the first time we've done them with any intent. Right. Uh, was today. But that's a, that's a pretty good movement. So all in all, good week in the gym, despite having skipped a day of barbell work. But. Yeah. Well, and, and I, I believe in this pretty, pretty wholeheartedly. If you're going to go into the gym and it's not going to be productive, then you might as well not go. That's, that's one of yeah. the reasons why I didn't go mostly because I was, you know, I was down so bad that I was falling asleep on the couch after I ate breakfast. So yeah. like I was in that sort of shape, but even if I had gone, I don't think it would have been productive. So I don't I don't believe in going to the gym unproductively. I'd rather either push it off or skip it than go in there and put in a half hearted attempt at something. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm a little bit different mindset. Like I couldn't let my I wouldn't have gone to sleep Wednesday if I didn't go, if I wouldn't have gone to the gym. Ended up just going and hitting black, back at Planet Fitness, like I said. Right. Um so I did, you know, half the movements I was supposed to, but just getting in there and moving um, I just got to make myself do it. It's, to me, it's like brushing my teeth or yeah. washing my hair. It's just something. Yeah. Just something I think I, I think there's merit to both sides of it. Um, in the one instance, you're you're training your mind more to like to make it a necessity, and because yeah. it becomes a necessity, you're not more you're not likely to skip it. And my mindset, it's more about if you can't perform, you might as well recover and perform better on the following yeah, day. Yeah, and that's fair too. Um, I think it's just. It's yeah, really keep, two sides of the yeah, same keep, coin. Keeping in, keep in mind too, though, that anything I would have hit Wednesday wouldn't have interfered, interfered with my yeah. next day anyway. Uh, I had an overhead press and arms day. Like, 
Yeah, so traditionally the way I program, I would have, you know, and this isn't anything shot at your program. It's just most of the time the way I organize things, if we hit shoulders, we hit back. Right. Um, me and you aren't doing that, so back was fair game Wednesday. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It wasn't going to interfere with me too much. So um, I hate that I miss deadlifts, but that's my best lift anyway. It's also the only lift where I can legitimately take time off from and still get better. Uh, yeah. As long as I'm squatting and doing back, my deadlift will go up. So. Yeah. Um, I don't feel bad about it at all. Um, we're moving into deload week, and then we'll have a pretty serious reduction in volume coming up. Mm-hmm. Um, not intensity. And it's uh, no, not intensity. Intensity, but it's a lot easier. I get a lot bigger hard on for intensity than I do for volume. So yeah. I'm not going to have a problem being motivated for the next block. <laughs> right. So yeah. that's just what it is. It's going to be. It's going to be exciting. I think. You got uh, PR songs. Yeah, I got a PR song. Maybe. No, I've got. A few lined up. I just have to find. Oh, there's a cheesecake recipe. I'm going to make a cheesecake today for tomorrow. A real cheesecake? Yeah. Boy, that is a job. I can't lie to you. It's not that bad. Uh, not for me. My mom's recipe is so simple, but turns out so good. That's fair. It's literally just cream cheese, sugar, eggs, butter, and uh, a chocolate bar. Cool. That's it. Get after Vanilla, it, whatever. Um, here's a uh, throwback to 2011, since we're talking about how fucking old we are. Um, uh, is a band called Glassjaw. They're not super heavy, and this will be my only entry for today. But uh, I re-downloaded this EP. I hadn't heard it in a long time. But uh, the very first track on it's called All Good Junkies Go to Heaven. Um, and it's it's a badass song. Fucking listen to it. That's pretty funny. Pretty funny title. I like pretty funny that. title. Um, you know who Enterprise Earth is? Yeah. So... I had heard that name several times, but I'd never really listened to him very closely. I came across this reel on Instagram, and it was this girl who was like talking about like they're not ready for the the breakdown or something like that. And I just kind of clicked on it, and I was listening, and it was a song by Enterprise Earth, and I was like, "Damn, that's a, that's pretty heavy." So I listened to the song, and it's a really good song. Uh, I think it's fairly new. It's called "The Reaper's Servant." I don't know if you've you've heard any of that. I haven't. Maybe I should listen to them. It's really good. It's really heavy. Um, pretty slow. Uh, but I kind of like that slow. Just like feels like you're getting crushed by something really heavy. Like <laughs> I like that. That's that. That's cool. I like any, it too. anything that you know that face that we all make when we hear something. Just the, yeah, exactly. Stank face. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. The ultimate compliment. If you're a musician, that's the ultimate compliment. Yep. Is a stank face. Yeah, that's my entry. That's your entry. I guess we're done with PR songs, huh? Yeah. Now we're <laughs> moving into the- Yeah, so uh, I am. Y'all met, got to meet Tamara. Um, she was on um, probably five, six episodes ago. She's local gym owner, um, IFBB pro, super awesome person, uh, mm-hmm. just amazing at everything she does. Um, entrepreneur here in town. She owns Super a easy businesses. to talk to. Super easy to talk to. Fun to hang out with. Man, she's an awesome person. Um, me and her are looking to go into business together um, to start hosting powerlifting meets. And our idea right now is that it's kind of an outlaw format in a sense and that we likely probably won't have weight classes. Um, I do think lifter of the day will still go to – most likely we'll still do things based on knots. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think we have to worry about that on a state and local level as much. Um, I still think it's going to favor the big guys more than it favors the little guys for the most part. So Um, are you going to do like top male, top female? Yeah, absolutely. Are you going to do uh, like youth, junior? Yeah, that's going to be a separate thing. Um, 
mainly because some of the things that we want out of our adult powerlifting meet, it really wouldn't be family friendly. That's fair. Um, <laughs> something, you know, something that's really, really big in sports, college sports, professional sports. And the reason why they're popular is because of fan involvement. Mm-hmm. Fan involvement in sports is typically centered around betting. Yeah. Um, that's something that we aim to encourage is side bets and stuff like that. If you're there to watch your favorite lifter, fucking put some money on them, find right. somebody to bet against, you know. And I also, you know, I grew up around outlaw drag racing where it was like, if you have a stock car, if you have $200,000 worth of performance mods in your car, whatever it is, bring what you brought. If you get outrun, fucking tough luck. Mm-hmm. Um, and that has a ton of side bets and stuff in it. Right. It's huge in terms of fan involvement and even people in the pits and that work for, you know, that, that wrench on these cars and stuff like that are betting against each other, betting with each other, all this kind of stuff. And that's, um, while it can cause a violent and tumultuous um, <laughs> environment. environment sometimes, um, it's part of car culture. Mm-hmm. And I think that's something that could help powerlifting. One. Two, um, I think it's a pain in the ass that um, we train all year for nine minutes on the platform to get a piece of paper. And if we're lucky, we get a gift card for a Texas Power Bar. Mm-hmm. Um, which I didn't even get. Which you didn't get this past time. Like You've experienced this. But like I think that... Do we eventually want to have professional level athletes? Absolutely. But like, I think that giving the average Joe an opportunity to go make a little bit of money on the weekend because he's stronger than everybody else is a fair thing. Yeah. I think it's an interesting thing. Um, these meets charge too much, frankly, mm-hmm. to get in, uh, and they don't give away enough in prize money to justify you know, a hundred to two hundred dollar entry fee. Yeah. The only thing we're wanting to do is if our meat may even be more expensive. If we charge you two hundred dollars for an entry fee, we want you to know that a hundred dollars of that is going to the pot and you have an opportunity if you put in two hundred, you have an opportunity to win twenty five hundred. Right. Or whatever the pot may be. You know what I mean? Um we can still make money and pay spotters and loaders for the day, buy them lunch and pay ourselves off the hundred dollars. We don't have to we don't have to just fucking pocket every fucking bit of that. Right. Um, there's going to be times I'm sure that we'll have to rent venues and stuff like that. And maybe that's more difficult and maybe those meets are just more expensive for a lifter, but we want to give the 99 out of a hundred group of power lifters, not the one, you know, just super genetic badass. We want to give that 99 out of a hundred an opportunity to go win money and not necessarily make a living, but justify what they're doing right. five days a week in the gym. So that's our idea. We're going to start here locally. Obviously it's going to be unsanctioned. Um, I think me and you have talked about it. I think there's an opportunity for maybe me and you and her or some combination of us here locally to move this to a real powerlifting federation. Um, that would be really, really good. The, by, by and large, the issue we're having here is she's got the facility, and I have the know-how to put it together. So that's the reason why me and her have tuned up. Yeah, you know, she gets to reap the rewards of, you know, putting the money from uh, spectators and stuff in her pocket, and um, having her gym put out there and stuff like that. And I get the headache of organizing. <laughs> you, know, yeah. you know what I mean? It is what it is. But you know, that's the reason why that that relationship came to be is she has something I need, and I have something she needs, and. We're, we like each other and we work well together, so why the fuck not? You know right. what I mean? But uh, all that being said, my original idea for this was to focus largely on Coleman County. Like, we have 
we're a, a we're an area that tries to be fit, whether or not we are can is could be argued but we have so many gyms here in 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 the area we have um immediately four crossfit gyms that i can think of uh we have coleman wellness and aquatic center uh we have anytime planet fitness though i'm not sure many of their members would participate in something like this we have jan's fitness club olympic health spa um we have the garage we have um it's a personal training studio but we have my place we have you know, you can think of 20 places people are going to work out yeah. in this town. Um, so my initial idea was I'm going to invite all these gyms to come participate. Yeah. Uh, if you have members that are interested in this, we want you to come participate in this. We, we want it to be a community thing. Um, it's not about kicking any one gym's ass or anything like that. It's just... Let's make this good for. Let's make this a common thing, and let's allow this to be good. Right. right. So, that's the initial idea. <clears throat> that being said, began talking to some ex members. So they haven't really spoken for anybody yet. Some ex members of some local CrossFit gyms here, um, and they were. Yeah, you know, when I told you, I felt like they were being smug about it, but they really wasn't. They really were trying to relay to me that they that the the people in charge would be smug about it. Mm. Um. So I asked them, I was like, do you think these people would participate? And by and large, their answer was, no, I don't think they would. And I think they're probably, they think they're too good to come participate. Mm -hmm. And it was from CrossFit gym specifically, like I said. So um, we may be doing some shifting or whatever, but, uh, but, uh, you know, these are people that claim to be the fittest in the fitness fitness community. Strength's a part of fitness. I say they should put their money where their mouth is and come fucking get some. Yeah. And I feel like now it is personal. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Maybe so a little bit. I feel like now I might be doing some shit talking to get them to this back. <laughs> and listen, it's not like, you know, these are fit people. They do lift weights every day. Are they powerlifting specific? No. But if we do it this way, not everybody there is going to be powerlifters. We're going to have bodybuilders participate. We're mm-hmm. going to have, this is not a powerlifting meet in the same sense that, me and you would normally compete in is it the same rules sure um but we're trying to do this in a way that appeals to it. there's plenty of really strong bodybuilders in the world like they don't compete in powerlifting because why they're not right why put your harm's way in for, for put yourself in harm's way for for nothing right yeah. crossfitters do this all the time they go and compete for basically nothing for gift cards for a fucking rogue t-shirt and you know whatever it may be um some gay ass reback reebok nanos or whatever the fuck it is that they they wear <laughs> and uh but you know these are people are already putting their harms their self in harm's way for a sport so i'm thinking fuck give them six months to train maybe they do pretty well and we get the community together i think i'm just a little bit disappointed that uh the consensus seems to be we're not doing that because we're better than you right well, if they were better, then why not? They pull up. Yeah, that's an opportunity to win money, right? That's prove that's, that you're better. Um, yeah. so I can prove that you're better. Yeah. So I can start calling people out by name. <laughs> we might do that next episode. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, see how it come goes. fucking get some. It is what it is. I I don't think you want none. Right. I mean. I think that I can say with a degree of confidence, I would put off actually competing to compete in it 
uh, if I knew that I was going to win money. Yeah. I don't know if it's going to be feasible for me as a meat organizer to compete in my own meat. Right. Uh, or would it be fair? Right. Um, but I'm betting, I don't know if you will or not, I bet somebody like Austin Blair would be more than willing to put off that for a $2,500 weekend. Yeah. He'd probably be perfectly fine with dragging some CrossFit ass for <laughs> that, $2,500. So, so that um, was my initial like worry, I guess. It's like, obviously you don't know who's actually going to show up, but when people start talking about like, oh, is 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 this guy going? They know they're gonna like not going to be able to compete with this guy. They're like, well, why should I show up? Uh, and, and thing I want to implement is active callouts. Like if there's a place on the on the roster and you want somebody, some of somebody specific, call them out, get them to register. Yeah, call them out publicly. Talk shit. <laughs> Make something happen. I mean, yeah, but I, mean, uh, I, I was saying like, what if people are afraid to show up because they know they're just going to be throwing their money away? That that's that would be the that's pretty fucking weak. It is. Mm, that speaks for itself. <laughs> that tells me you wasn't going to win anyway. Yeah. I mean, you gotta have you gotta have some type of belief in yourself, right? Like, yeah. I mean, and if you're doing it by dots, some people some people may look at it and be like, oh, but he he totals like three hundred pounds more than me. Like, well, how many how many weight classes are different? You know, like yep. like so you do have to look at that just to just to clarify for some people if they don't know how dots works. It's right. body weight by weight lifted yep. and male and female multipliers. But. You know, when I was still working in one, there was some members that actively mocked me for wanting to have a strength oriented class at the end of the day. And I did three nights a week. I had, we jokingly called it the power hour, not because we thought it was, we, were, we were better than anybody else, but mm -hmm. we exclusively worked on Olympic lifting and the powerlifting movements because they're a big part of CrossFit. If you can get better at those things, other things become a little bit easier. Yep. We wasn't even necessarily training people for, powerlifting or for Olympic lifting. We were training the big five because in general, they help you in CrossFit. I mean, a CrossFit benchmark is Lynn is the name of the workout. It is X amount of rounds of a body weight bench press and body weight pull-ups. Like that is a CrossFit benchmark. That is for you to be good at CrossFit. This is something that you repeat once a year and retest and see. So I mean, it's not like a squat sport, almost everything they do. Mm-hmm. A deadlift's part of almost everything they do. It's not like the big three is just like fucking alien to them and like they're not actively participating in it because they are. It's in the literal foundation, the makeup of what they do. So, uh, you know, I have a long, I just feel like I have a long history of these people snubbing their nose at me and I just have to say publicly and you can tag it. This can be the name of the fucking episode, but fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Honest to God, you're not better than anybody. You're not better than shit. There's a reason why people actively leave your gym to go to real fitness um, places uh, that have real goals and want to move beyond being a jack of all trades and a master of none uh, is because it's dog shit long term. So fuck around and find out <laughs> i mean really like if you want to know i've already said it before if any of you want to go toe-to-toe -to -toe with me in crossfit total i'll drag your fucking ass <laughs> publicly there you go publicly it doesn't matter who fuck who the fuck you are what gym you go to if you want some you can come fucking get some period you ain't gonna fucking touch me I think that's pretty fair though there there i, don't, I would say there's probably not a whole lot of crossfitters who could could out total an average power lifter let's be honest i said i'll play their game we'll go crossfit total yeah 
I mean, even even a CrossFit toll. So you're adding overhead press and it's, it's squat, overhead press, and deadlift instead of bench press. Okay. Don't even worry about my bench press. Yeah. I mean, you got a good bench press. You probably got a decent overhead press. So I got better than local CrossFitters. <laughs> yeah. I oh, mean, <laughs> it is what it is. <laughs> I don't know how many of them are are hitting plates for twelve. So or more than that for twelve. So. Well, you what did you do? One fifty five for twelve yep. last time. So, so, if we're doing what are, is it one rep max or is it based it's on? It's one rep max. One rep max for CrossFit total. I'll play their game. It's fine. Probably, probably, probably get over running. two. You know what I mean? I'm not gonna do a fucking CrossFit benchmark or anything. Right. But I know they'll beat me. But who the fuck cares about ninety five pound fucking thruster and pull ups that don't count? Nobody. <laughs> yeah. Nobody gives a fuck about your butterfly pull ups or your ninety five pound front squat fucking overhead press hybrid nobody cares yeah they do they do people that train for strength and you know train in a way that matters don't yeah so fuck them probably probably physique uh competitors also just kind of you know physique competitor is going to do a real pull-up yeah i'll be honest (laughs) with you i I think you know i think most bodybuilders are conditioned well enough they can do anything a crossfitter can do but better and probably a little better yeah Maybe save some Olympic lifts because it does require some flexibility. Right. But, I mean, that's why we have Olympic lifters. Mm-hmm. Well, people that participate in weightlifting the sport, obviously not at the Olympic level. But, I mean, anybody that does that is also better than a CrossFitter. <laughs> so, it is what it is. I mean, I'm, I'm really, really annoyed with, with how that <laughs> conversation went. And I really don't fucking care. So This episode I mean, is just going to be called Shitting on CrossFit. <laughs> I mean, it's listen, I'll be honest. I've said it a lot of times. I mean, it saved my life. It was a really good thing for me. I wouldn't have found powerlifting without it. Um, I think it really is probably one of the better things you can do for general fitness. Um, I think there's a lot of... A lot of things to do. But general fitness is general. That's why it's general fitness. Right. Um, there's a inherent, and it's inherently and obviously mediocre when you say general, right? Think, well, is, I mean, you, you know, <laughs> you know what you I mean. Say it's general, like, right? You think <clears throat> general population, like you yeah. think of the average person, like right. just a normal. It can like, get you fit. It can give you good blood pressure. That's your whole goal, I guess. That's fine. But if you if you want to be but these people, think that they're competitors. I'm just saying, I'm giving them an opportunity to fucking prove it. Yeah. And these local gyms, they already know they get their ass drug on strength on strength uh, stuff at their own game. These local gyms go to CrossFit competitions, will win Metcons that require you know some good physical conditioning, and then go clean and jerk a hundred pounds less than the winner because they're fucking weak. Yeah. So it is what it is. One of the better ones around here had like a two hundred eighty five pound clean and jerk the other day. I've seen people go and win CrossFit uh, CrossFit meets. That clean and jerked 365 pounds. Right. So you're talking about an 80 pound difference. That's huge. Yeah, you're not even you're not even average at your average sport. <laughs> but we gotta get rah-rah about it. You gotta get rah-rah at a boy, slap everybody in the <laughs> ass, make sure they're doing a kip and pull up before they can do a real pull up. <laughs> um fucking I'm over it. I'm over it. So <laughs> this is what it is. Like I'm I'm gonna be this way. It is what it is. Like I'm, I'm really, really annoyed by that conversation. Hey, I get it. And those are two really, really good guys, and they were, they were in really encouraging me to do what I'm doing and go through these powerlifting meets and stuff like that. And there's a reason why they're not currently in a CrossFit gym. They left for yeah. a reason. Um, but you know, there wasn't not from them, but in the way they described, 
how this would be welcome. There was an air of, like I said, smugness and arrogance yeah. about it that I took personally. So it'll be, it'll be interesting to see if, if I mean, I don't know that anyone in there is listening that goes to any of these CrossFit gyms. Probably not, right? I, it'd know. be interesting if they heard it though. They got I hope little, they do. They get a little rah rah. I hope it gets. I hope it gets shared. I hope. Hope people listen to this and just know that if you show up, whenever this thing happens to be, you will not win the money. We are going to take your money. <laughs> I hope you do. I hope you participate. But we are going to take your money. <laughs> that would. Else. That would. That would be. Uh, that would be straight calling out. Well, well, walk around, find out. Like I said, I'm down with it. They want to talk about it all the time about. Lifting this and lifting that and how much lifting means to them and everything like that. And then they don't even fucking. And then they, they don't on, even want to fucking prove it. They go on a run. They go on a run. <laughs> yeah. Like, we love lifting. Let's run. <laughs> like, okay. Let's, let's get our yeah. cardio in, guys. Well, it is what it is. Let's, but lifting's great. Oh, by the way, too, if any of you do want to participate, that bullshit you do in the gym where you kip your bench press, too, and your hips go way up in the air, that's not going to fucking count. So yeah. you might want to start working on a real bench press. Right. So. Yeah, I guess. That all that all gets covered, obviously, in the in the rules. In yeah. the well, in uh, what's it called? Startup meeting. Yeah, the lifters meeting. Lifters meeting. Yeah. You, you I, think I'd I've done three, I would, uh, four? They've been around more than that. Um, <laughs> you think I'd know the names of this shit? But like, I mean, it is what it is. There it is. I don't think, you know, I think that. I think other gyms in the area are going to welcome open arms. I don't think they're going to have a problem with it. I think even where I used to work. Um, would probably have some people interested. I don't think mm-hmm. they would turn their nose up at it. Um, CWAC has some really, really strong, capable people. Um, and I know that some of these CrossFit gyms have some st- strong, capable people. Um, all I'm asking is don't act like you're better than us. Right. If you're stronger, come play, prove you're stronger. So. What, what's that kid's name that goes to CWAC that competed in my meet? Trenton. He's a really good guy. He's a really good kid. Yeah. Well... Invite him and make sure to let him know I'm not competing. <laughs> like you don't wor- don't worry, he's not showing up. I think you know locally, Trent would probably have a pretty good shot at winning. You know, sell a little bit of money more than likely. Yeah, he's he's pretty decent powerlifter. He's an awesome dude too. I really support him. Yeah, I I haven't <clears> talked <throat> to him much. Great guy. Uh, I've seen him at several powerlifting meets actually. Yeah, he's uh, Keith Penlay's his coach. Uh, he's a local guy here too. Probably the only lo- other local powerlifting coach. Um, he has a handful of people at CWAC. Um, he's I run into him on meet days all the time. He's a pretty nice guy. Seems to do a really good job with Trenton. I don't have anything bad to say about that group of people. They're they're good people. So, yeah. and they're getting in it and and doing it. So, yeah. that's what it is. I still think that I don't know if I told this on the podcast that story. I sent you. I think I did. I think I did. I sent you that screenshot of my friend telling me there's this really <laughs> strong guy. Because I have a friend that's friends with him. At, at C, he goes to the gym at CWAC. I think I told that story, so I'm not going to reiterate no, it. But it, it, is, fine. it, it is, is a funny, funny story. story. But yeah, Trenton's a really good guy. And yeah. I, I would hope that people like that would participate. Because yeah. that's somebody that... You can cheer for. And again, all joking aside, I really wanted this to be a community thing and to make the community stronger. And hopefully prove to people that you know we have more in common than we don't Mm -hmm. and uh that's what i wanted from it i didn't really want um there to be back and forth or drama or just something 
hey, you're invited to come do this. It'd be mm-hmm. great if you did. Mm-hmm. If you it. don't, that's okay. You know what I mean? So, you don't have, nobody has um, to show up. But If I'm treated the way that I'm told I was going to be treated, um, we're going to have serious and public problems. Yeah. I don't really fucking care. So, and I have a lot of faith in, there's, you know, a gym I frequent here in town that I, I really, really like the owners. Um, I really, really like a lot of their members. Uh, they're really good people in Four Arrows. Uh, mm. I think they're that's a great community. Um, I don't really see getting any type of pushback or issue from them at all. You know what I mean? And yeah. I'm also, you know, no Colton Terry at uh, M3, and he's a he's a really good, uh, strong, capable coach. Does a lot of stuff around sports training outside of CrossFit too. So I know he knows strength in and out as good as anybody does. Um, you know, that's a those are two really really good communities, and I really think the world of uh, Four Arrows in particular, yeah. and Cecily and Brandon. Um, but like I said, we want this to be a community thing. We want this to be a fitness community thing, not a powerlifting community mm-hmm. thing. We want to give people that don't participate in powerlifting an opportunity to try it, uh, figure out, you know, get to experience why we fell in love with the sport, um, which is a really good, kind, strong community. Um, and that's the truth. Um and that we just want to be friends with you. And if you don't want that, then you can listen to the past 30 minutes. <laughs> I mean, you know, it is what it is. But. I was just thinking, there's, <clears throat> a, there's pretty strong people in the Hartzell area. There is. Yeah, I would, in, you know, invite the Hartzell gym would be a good, you know, that's something we, I mean, you frequent, frequent it all the time. And yeah. I still have a membership there. Don't plan on canceling it because I like knowing that I have the ability to go lift there. Yeah. Also, I still have a bar there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm not taking it away because I know you use it. Because <laughs> right. I have another squat bar. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, there's, I mean, it's a, Coleman is really such a rich fitness community. And I really want, an op- I just really want an opportunity to get everybody under the same roof and have a good time. That's yeah. really the, that's really the thought. Yeah. And then like, you'll have people in the crowd cheering, which you, you may or may not have experienced before, which makes a difference in uh, not just your performance, but how you feel about things going into it. Um, I'll tell you something that should appeal to you CrossFitters, and maybe this will be maybe this will be one of the sound bites you take. I don't know. CrossFit competition is really, really interesting. and fun. It's a good spectator sport because you got a lot of hap- a lot of things happening all at one time. Uh, I enjoy watching it on TV. Always kind of always have. Um, the cool thing for you CrossFitters potentially participating in something like this is in a CrossFit competition, you have five to ten people doing an event at one time. Mm-hmm. Um, as a spectator, that can be fun visually, but if you're there to root for somebody, it can be hard to pay attention like to just one person when you got right. everything else going on. As an a- actual athlete participating in a powerlifting meet, you have the opportunity to be the only person on stage in that moment. It's all about you in that moment. Uh, and the whole crowd in general, people don't want to see you miss lifts. No. Um, they want to want you to do your best. They want to beat you at your best. They want all these things for you. They don't want to see anybody get hurt. Um, they want you. To, they want to see you perform well. The whole crowd will be on your side, and I think that's really, really, and all the athletes will be on your side because those athletes don't want to beat you at your worst. They right. want you to beat you at your best too. So, like, um, even if they're actively rooting for you to lose, they're still going to want you to do the best that you can do, yeah. um, and they want you to do it injury free and have a fun and healthy day. Mm-hmm. So, like, uh, that's a really, really good, really, really good aspect of it, and that's something that you know. I hope that. Uh, you know, if we do this locally, that the CrossFit, you know, CrossFit gyms say, "Hey, this is an opportunity for our athletes to get 
more attention than they normally would and to branch out and do do other things. And I would also say this too, CrossFit is a multi-modality sport. You were supposed to, at the core of CrossFit, you were supposed to be participating in sports related to physical activity outside of CrossFit, whether that be soccer, football, basketball, powerlifting, running 5Ks, whatever. You have always been encouraged by the CrossFit doctrine to go out and do something different. I'm encouraging you to get out and do something different. Yeah. And it may also depend, like, seasoned powerlifters have no problem spending a lot of money on a meet, right? Because we just do it all the time. Some people may that don't. Yeah, this is an opportunity opportunity to do this without having to wear a singlet. We're not going to check your, you know, if if we think you're wearing briefs, you're going to get fucking kicked out. But, you know, you don't have to wear a singlet. You're not going to have to have a specific brand of knee sleeve. You're not going to have to have a specific brand of belt or shoes. Like, it's kind of an opportunity to. To do it on the cheapest, right? Crossfitters love their gear, though, so maybe they want to buy all those things. I don't know, but you know, it's as bare minimum as you're ever going to find it, right? So, I don't know, but I want this to go well, and I want to be able to do continue to do this at a bigger and bigger level. I would like to say that this first meet will fund many more meets in the future, or at least be the kicking off off point to eventually, you know, some combination of us being able to do this, um, you know, as a job and having our own federation. Um, I think it does solve a lot of issues for powerlifting. Um, I think those people deserve to get paid. And I also think, like I said, the local fitness community deserves for a chance to get paid too. So, um, you know, there's plenty of, you know, plenty of reason to come and participate regardless of what you do. So we don't have a bunch of CEOs, Sitting at desks that have to be paid and stuff like that. So try to have really cut and dry rules. I don't even know that we're going to crack a rule book. I think it's just going to be hip crease below the knee. Don't drop or hit your deadlift. You know, the commands on bench and. Uh, and don't dump your squat. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, safety don't, stuff is obvious. Yeah, don't, don't hurt your squatters. Um, like we're not going to pick up her feet or pick up her hips on bench press. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, outside of that, as long as your butt stays down, as long as you follow commands. Kind of just want to make it as basic as we can possibly be with it. So, uh, you know, we're not going to have any of the rules about, you know, we'll have the one minute rule because that's to facilitate time. Yeah. Um, But, you know, there's just not going to be a whole lot of rules about equipment. And there's, you know, other than the fact we're not going to do single ply or multiply, there's not going to be a whole lot of rules about that stuff. There's not going to be a whole lot of, you know, Back and forth about as long as you do the lift out, you'll be okay. That's what I'm getting at. You know what I mean? Right. As long as it's a you know, two standard, they have the same standards we do. Other than the deadlift, you can't drop your deadlift. As long as you have a high standard squat, a high standard bench press, and you don't drop your deadlift, shouldn't be a fucking problem for you. No. So, not that's gonna, hope. not going to be judging on them soft knees. I definitely will. Yeah, soft soft knees. Is, uh, you got you got to have locked hips and locked locked knees for a rep to count. Okay. You do that in fucking practice. You yeah. know what I mean? So. It just is what it is. Um, Still remember the first time I missed for soft knees. I was like, what the fuck is soft knees? <laughs> like, what do you mean? Well, typically what happens with soft knees most of the time is because you lean too far, typically because you lean too far back and it yeah. will make you break at the knees. Um, so there has to be some, I think probably what fixes that for a lot of us is using, learning how to use our quads in the deadlift. Because yep. if your quads get flexed, your knees don't, your knees yep. don't bend. So, you know. Yep. And that's exactly what, um, What's his name? Uh, Austin's old coach. Um, Shorter, bald guy, SPF. Yeah. Man, cannot cannot uh, remember his name. It escapes me right now. He's a really good guy. Yeah. Um, but he he's the one who told me, he was like, just flex your quads and you'll be fine. I was like, okay. 
<laughs> so I just made sure to flex my quads as hard as I could. That was that was my second meet. Yeah, takes me back. It's twenty twenty one. Yep, been competing for four years. Mm-hmm. I put four hundred and something pounds on my total. I guess that's pretty good. That's not bad. <laughs> four years, four hundred pounds. It was a lot more in the first year than it was two, three, and four. Yeah, but, people uh, understand how hard it is to fight for five and ten pound PRs yeah. now. Especially, like, unfortunately, getting past the age of getting older is getting better. Now it's getting older is getting harder. Yeah. So you got to like, squeeze it out in as many ways as possible. Smarter programming, stuff yeah, like that. Smarter programming, better diet, better sleep. Sleep is hard right now. I know you know that too. But. Yeah, yeah, I'm experiencing that. And right now, fortunately, baby's almost getting through the night. She typically wakes up at five, five thirty. Yeah. Um, but you know, the only thing that's hard about that for me is she wakes up at five or five thirty. A lot of times, I start my day just an hour later. So yeah. At that point, I'm stop. There's no reason to. There's no to reason go to lay back down. So I do lose an hour like that sometimes. Um, but that's not the worst. But I really like being a dad. So yeah. I mean, I think it's been worth it. it. Yeah, yeah, I think it's been worth it. So. Um, just is what it is. Different type of motivation now. So yeah, motivation to be strong and healthy and able to kick somebody's ass. Yeah, absolutely. That's one reason I, I do want to learn a combat sport. I do want to do something boxing or not not jujitsu. That's a little too much rolling around. But like a, I would like probably Muay Thai. Muay Thai is that'd probably be the best. Probably be the best thing for us to do in terms of flexibility and whatnot. And yeah. Be, it'd benefit our mobility the most and, mm-hmm. and it'd probably have the most carryover. Um, striking is really, really hard on your shoulders, especially. Yeah. So it's going to take away some upper body volume, but it'd probably be the best thing for us as because it's going to help with some injury prevention and stuff. Out of yeah. Mind, so that's mostly using your limbs as weapons as yeah. opposed to like with striking, you know, you're using your fists primarily. Yeah. But Muay Thai is a lot of kicks and a lot of. A lot of knees, a lot of elbows, yeah. punches and stuff too. But punches yeah. are, I think, are just a little. Further and far, further between. Yeah, but further there's and farther. A lot of so, cool shit in that sport. Yeah, we have a local coach for that too. So, over at uh, Bobby um, Wilhot. Yep. Yeah, he, he, he does, does out of his house. I think out of his house. I think so. Did he not train at um, Triad at one time? I think. Okay, so he left Triad. I think he does it solo. I think he does. Okay. Yeah. I was gonna say I know I know he did a lot of stuff at Triad before. Also, was taking lessons from this reason. I oh, really? It. Yeah. For what? For Muay Thai. Oh, really? I didn't know he was doing Muay Thai. Yeah, before I figured before he, would, he started back with me, that's what he, he was doing I, that a couple times a weekend, lifting too. I figured he would do jiu-jitsu because uh, what's his, his buddy Curtis, does? Yeah, yeah, Curtis does jiu-jitsu. Yeah. But, I know Curtis worked with Bobby too. Yeah, um, yeah he had good things while. to say yeah. about him. Yeah, so. So. He would probably, like, unless, you know, he retires or somebody else comes up. He'd probably, best local option probably. Yeah. Yeah. I, sure. I wouldn't really want to travel too far to yeah. do it. I'd rather it be something easy to get to that I could do like maybe once on the weekend or something. Right. Something easy. Right. Well, I guess that's my rant. I guess that's over. Yeah. We didn't really have a whole lot else planned. Uh, well, we did have something else planned, but it got, yeah, canceled, it got canceled. So, but uh, I guess you know too. What would you guys like to see out of a, a local meet? Yeah. An unsanctioned. You're going to win a cash prize. You know, bare minimum rules. Fun local meet. Yeah, I'd like to know. Maybe we should. We should definitely poll that. 
Because they're not going to answer us back. No. There's nobody to answer answer back. (laughs) But I would like them to be thinking about that. The only person that made it this far would be Braxton. Braxton's probably, he's going to listen to the whole episode. If we live streamed it, he'd probably listen to live. He'd, to he'd be the only person in our live. People would come in and out, but he would probably be there the whole time, whether he was listening or not. He'd have it on his phone, draining his battery, whether he, whether he was listening or not, just because. Maybe we should start having some CrossFitters as guests. I don't know if I want that in my house. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's some good athletes, though, around, you know, down to earth and easy to talk to. Yeah. Hit up Zane or uh, Kane Yates from Four Arrows since they're a friendly. If, if you have somebody that is that is not going to come in my house and and be a horrible person or rampage or start fights, I don't think they kept their cocktails. I don't think they're going to have to worry about spilling. <laughs> they might. I don't know. Glass might be a little heavy for them. <laughs> mm, yes. <laughs> I mean, with a drink in it, you know, that's probably a solid one and a half pounds, man. So <laughs> Those little pink dumbbells that you see at the very end. Those, yeah. are, those are actually, what, two pounds? Just, doing just snatches on some pink neoprene dumbbells. <clears throat> yep. We've talked about as much shit as I could talk. <laughs> but, I mean, for good reason, though. Like, I'm trying to do something good for us. And, like, yeah. I don't want... You know, I, want, it ain't, I, I but... want them. That's the thing I want. I genuinely desire for them to be there. Not so I can talk shit, not so I can be mean, but so that we can participate as a community. Mm-hmm. If you don't want to show up for your community, then I don't know what to fucking tell you that I'm not the asshole. Right. So I'm not the asshole in that situation. <laughs> you may think I am because I'm calling you out for being one, but like we're trying to do a good thing and it would mm-hmm. be cool to see people show up. I mean, I even want if, you to show up. Even if you just show up to watch, I like... will be nice. Like just, I'll be happy you're there to watch, participate, whatever you want to do. Like just, I will be happy to see you. Yeah. Just, <clears throat> just come out. Like if you're not going to compete, come out and watch and just experience it. Root for some people. Like, like the sport needs uh, a viewership too. So like it does need a viewership. And you know, them. We talked about the American Pros done a really good job mm-hmm. with, with making it more interesting to watch. And uh, you know, the you know, only I, thing that I would say that they could do better is their commentary. Was hit or miss a lot of times. Sometimes commentary's local, dog. Huh? Their commentary's local. <laughs> well, well, it would, it would. No, they changed in and out. Different, yeah. different commentators did well, and some did. I won't yeah. say names, but yeah. but they swapped them out for different uh, divisions and stuff, uh, like raw, raw with raps, male, female. They would swap yeah. them out. Some of them were really good, and some of them had like were especially the ones that were in the sport yeah. were really good. Cause they knew what they were talking about. And then there were others that you could tell were just kind of like talking Yeah, and it was just kind of like, I just want you to shut up so I can watch the lifters. Yeah. I think they could do a better balance of, and, and this is just me being an audiophile, the balance of the, the noise, like the audience and the lifters and the judges versus the commentators. Cause it was mostly just like, it was like watching golf. Because the co- there was just the commentators, and then they really toned down what was going on with the actual lifters in the competition. And I think if they kind of made that a little bit more football, less golf. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I want to hear the stadium, or well, not necessarily stadium, but I want to hear the crowd. Yeah, the like, because it it makes it more exciting. Yeah. Like I was getting excited just because I, I love the sport. Right. Yeah. So it's the same thing with golfers, right? They, yeah. they love the sport. So they're getting excited about the sport. Not what the commentators say as casual sports fan though. 
Right. You hearing the crowd yeah. is just like it gets you riled up. And that's why I believe like at my local meet, there were a couple people that came up to me and said, hey, you did really well. I don't think they would have done that if the crowd had just been like quiet golf clapping. Like they were getting excited about it. It made them feel something. Well, I have a the USAPL is more like this than other federations mm -hmm. are. I have a problem with I feel like. Sometimes powerlifting is a little golf. It's a little bit too buttoned up and a little too golf like. It really yeah, is. Yeah, USAPL like, definitely good, runs that. Way. That's a good way to put. You know, good way to put it. Um, and this is a sport that should. You know, it's not necessarily a contact sport, but you know, this is a sport people are putting their nuts on the line for. Mm -hmm. You know, they're risking injury and their health and everything else to do this. Like, um, it deserves some excitement. Yeah. Um, and I would like. You know, I would like to see it not so, not so buttoned up. You know what yeah. I mean? Uh, I think they're trying think, to make it too much like Olympic sports, but even yeah. Olympic sports, you can hear the crowd. Yeah. Like, depends on what it is, probably. Yeah. You know what I mean, uh, you know, soccer is going to have a bigger draw than mm -hmm. Olympic weightlifting is. You know that kind of stuff. But I still feel but like, like I was watching videos of, of Olympic weightlifters, and I could still hear the crowd. Right. Like it wasn't. It wasn't like just that's all you could. And that hear, commentary but. is better too. But the more than likely, those are professional commentators. Right. To be fair. Um, but, you know, it is what it is. That's the reason why I say I, I want things that encourage crowd participation, even if it's betting, mm -hmm. because, like, if everybody in the building has money on this thing, like... You're going to get excited Yeah, you're going to get excited. You're, gonna, you're or, being you know vested. I mean? Yeah, absolutely. You're vested in it. And, you know, that's one thing that makes football so exciting is, you know, people do that with that sport. Um, Fantasy football. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it, it's not necessarily There's a whole culture gambling. around football that's not even football. Because of football, <laughs> you, know, you know what I mean? But because fan and fan participation is encouraged, you know yeah. what I mean? And I think that may be what's – I'm not saying that I'm going to start a federation and we're going to take over the world because, you know, this is how we do things. I'm just saying that's what I feel like powerlifting is missing from mm -hmm. a spectator's pers perspective. Right. You know I mean, like, I think the American Pro does a really good job with, like, the walkout songs. Like, mm -hmm. you know, they get their own music to walk out to. Um the light show's good. You know, they have the big screen in the background, yeah. you know, the projector in the background. Um, that show, they send off fireworks or yeah. some sort of pyro in yeah. the background. Yeah. Everything, you know, that you could <laughs> that you could have, you know what I mean, just about. So, I mean, I really do, when you assess that, you know, if, if that's the new standard, then what's missing? And that's, like I said, fan participation. Yeah. So, and who it knows might not it? necessarily be betting. It might be... Jawan Garrison has his fucking signature singlet, and now you can buy a T-shirt that looks like his signature seat. Right. You know what I mean? Or, you know, you have competition T-shirts. Maybe he has a competition T-shirt that's mm. buy the man's jersey. That's what I'm saying. Right, you, yeah. know, you, know, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? It doesn't necessarily have to be betting, but you know, if you start having to have a culture around fan participation, then, then there's more reason for fans to participate. There's yeah. more reason for people to watch. And if there's more people watching, more people will participate yeah. in the actual sport. Mm -hmm. So. I mean, there's a lot of ways to think about that. And the only thing I want to do is bring our community together, help them realize this is a good sport that they can do if they choose to, uh, that it, there is fun to be had, that it's a good, welcoming, kind community. And again, all jokes aside, if you want to come do this, I'm going to be nice to you. Like, mm -hmm. this is, I'm going to be happy to see you. Um, we're a really kind and supportive community. We just want to see you do good, too. Um but we also want to reward somebody's efforts. And if you were the baddest man there that day, you should be rewarded for that. And woman. And woman. Yeah, absolutely. So that will definitely be separated mm -hmm. for those of you that are concerned. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, and we that's, that's what I want, I think. So it yeah. really is. So um, 
just a random left field tangent. You mentioned Jawan. I I saw a story where he was uh, eating a Papa John's cookie. Have you ever had those before? Oh yeah, dope. Those are so good. <laughs> and, and I just messaged him because I I when I worked there I ate them a lot, and I was I was just like. Like those are like he was like why am I like this like because those are the most like delicious thing ever whether they're cold hot you reheat them it doesn't matter they're fucking delicious and he was like you know just what to say like, it was pretty funny it was a pretty funny interaction but yeah uh, he's a he's an incredibly kind person yeah. so that that whole South Alabama group dude is awesome right yeah. Everybody's in and out of Ron's little gym culture is a great that's a great group of people yeah. so. The whole Alabama powerlifting community is great. I'm telling you, that's, that's, that's the reason why <laughs> he has more problems than I do with it currently. But uh, by and large, the majority, the majority is it's a yeah. it's a great community. And like I said, we'll we'll be happy to have you regardless of what background you're coming from. I think I clipped the mic really so. bad when we did that. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I'll try and make sure that's not. Next normal. time I go on a rant like this, I'll put all the positive things on the front end and all the negative <laughs> things in the back because you're probably not listening anymore. <laughs> they got fired up and turned it off. I'm like, fuck these guys. I'm going somewhere else. I mean, them. out of the 10 people that listen, I'm sure not many of them are CrossFitters. So. This is true. This is true. Oh. We'll just clip it on. And we can tag go on a whole other rant about like how CrossFitters legitimately believe that professional CrossFitters don't do drugs. <laughs> when the name the name of the sport is literally recovery when you have to do 10 workouts in a weekend yeah yeah okay remember kids drug tested does not mean what drug free drug tested and drug free are not synonymous mm-hmm. that's all i gotta say so. that's true you got anything else to add to that not really no really no Trying to think if there's anything else I wanted to say, but I don't feel like there is. So I think I think we're good for dad jokes. Good, good for dad jokes. Good for dad jokes. Let's hit that up. I know I saved several this go around. I was pretty pretty happy with my findings this week. There were some good ones <clears throat> on dad says jokes. I'm I'm going there too. So I'm gonna let you start this this thing so I don't tell the same one you tell. Uh, do you know why sandwiches are so popular in Alabama? Why? They're in bread. <laughs> yeah. Yay, Alabama jokes. I love it. The, my favorite thing is that that's more common elsewhere than it is in Alabama. I forget which state it was, but there is one state that is much more common than Alabama. Do you remember? They did a, like a Mississippi, study. Arkansas, West Virginia, probably. I don't remember. Well, there's whole documentaries about inbreeding in West Virginia. Oh, really? West Virginia, yeah. Has to be. Oh, that's fair. Has to be West Virginia, which is crazy because apparently that's a beautiful vacation destination, especially if you're a skier. Oh, it would really? be one of the better states to go skiing in on the East Coast. So, or on our part of the world. Yeah, the East right, Coast, right, right. Yeah. So, sorry if you're from West Virginia. We didn't mean to. <laughs> hey, if you're from West Virginia and you don't, I mean, there was shout that, out. there was that T-shirt. <laughs> there was that T-shirt back in the day that said. Kentucky, seven million people, four last names. So maybe it's Kentucky. <laughs> I, don't Damn. I don't know. Sorry if you're from Kentucky, right? Yeah, it is awful close to Ohio too, which probably be the northern state inbreeding capital of the world. More than yeah. likely, I don't know. I don't. I'm sitting here looking, and I go I went on a tirade about <laughs> inbreeding in the United States. Uh, you know why the crab crossed the road? Why? 
It didn't. It used the sidewalk. <laughs> I think my phone is broken. I pressed the home button and I'm still at work. <laughs> That's pretty good. Uh, you might like this one. A rabbit and a bear were both squatting down side by side having a poop in the woods. And the bear turns to the rabbit and says, you ever get poop stuck in your fur? And the rabbit says, not really, no. So the bear grabs the rabbit and wipes his butt with it. I like That's a poop. shitty situation. <laughs> uh, I met a woman with 12 breasts. Yeah. Yeah, seems strange, doesn't it? It does. Doesn't it? Doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I thought there was going to be more. To that. Like, oh, yeah, no, yeah. Doesn't it? Guys, that was funny because it was doesn't it. Doesn't it? <laughs> so Ugh. my teenage son started asking me awkward questions about the human body. Mm -hmm. I guess I should have hidden it better. <laughs> <laughs> You don't like a dead body joke? I figured you would appreciate that one. Yeah, it was it was funny. Definitely, funny. It, re it, re it required the, the uh, <laughs> a priest, a pastor, and a rabbit enter a clinic uh, to donate blood. The nurse asks the rabbit, "What's your blood top?" The rabbit says, "I'm probably a topo." What? <laughs> <laughs> I surprised my mailman by opening the door completely naked. And I don't know which part shocked him the most, the nudity or the fact that I know where he lives. <laughs> uh, what did Master Yoda say when he saw himself on a 4K TV? I don't know. HDMI. Yeah. HDMI. Yeah. <laughs> we don't know where that cut off. So whatever whatever the last dad joke you got is the last dad joke you get. So Yeah, that was it on dad jokes. Um, I guess the only thing we have to do is... Sign off, huh? Sign off. Five stars on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Watch us on YouTube. Um, tag a CrossFitter. <laughs> um, make sure they get good and mad. Angry. Yep. Don't want them fucking CrossFit boys getting thongs in their not uh, knots in their thongs, right? So. Thongs, thongs in their knots. Knots in their thongs. <laughs> oh shit! Dyslexic powerlifters. I mean, they always call us stupid meatheads, right? Stupid meatheads that are stronger than they are. Yeah. You know, yeah, I've, I'm sure you've seen that meme. It's uh, school is important, but big biceps are importanter. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's, that's kind of funny. It is. I also saw a meme back in the day, too, that... Uh, oh, I need to dig up that meme. I was talking about... Hmm. Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. Because it's only going to make me look dumb. Because <laughs> I can't remember it in great enough context. That's fair. Um, Let me just see if I can look it up. <laughs> Find something to talk about while I look this up. Something to talk about. What's interesting, other than Lane Norton ignoring me still. Still ignoring you? Did I, you get him back up? I should. I should message him and be like, hey, I, I really was interested in what your opinion was on what I said. Uh, could you... Could you give me a response? You don't have to reply it publicly. You can reply it in my DMs. Just just be real nice to him. Just be like, I'm not mad at you, bro. It's it's all good, but I'm curious. What what was what was the point of that that angry reply? 
Lane, why are you so mad? Hmm. Lane is kind of like mad all the time, isn't he? He's kind of he like he's a little mad all the time. He's kind of like the Incredible Hulk, except not big and green. He's pretty strong for Nettie, though, man. I mean, he's he the is, best in the world. No, he's he's definitely strong for uh, his age group and his his uh, decision on drugs. We'll, we'll just... I'm trying to find this meme because it was so good, but. There's so many CrossFit memes on here that are really bad, but <laughs> CrossFitters make them. So, CrossFit um, made memes. Mm-hmm. I'm sure it's like, why are we so much better than everyone else? <laughs> Probably so. <laughs> Bodybuilding isn't functional. <laughs> Actually, Bodybuilding isn't functional. You shouldn't uh, waste your time doing bicep curls. Like, ah, oh, man. Leg extensions? <laughs> You ever heard of a squat, bro? <laughs> yeah, they do them all the time. I'd say most bodybuilders squat more than they do. <laughs> <laughs> a guaranteed. Um, although, I'll be honest, that standard can be poor depending on what bodybuilder you're talking to. Yeah, I mean, there's some that don't squat at all, but I think in a general sense, most of them do squat. I would definitely take the CrossFit standard of a squat over a bodybuilder standard of a squat. The gym bro bodybuilder no. standard of the squat. People that know what they were doing, I don't. I definitely Doctor, don't think that. Like Doctor Mike, he's and anyone ass he, to grass all the fucking time. Anyone he trains, anyone. Well, he doesn't really train anymore. Anyone he trained in the past, anyone Jared Feather trains, anyone in the RP hypertrophy that team, that team, I anyone mean, involved in it, they're they're going to be squatting to death. There's some pretty high quality lifts across. I think I think uh, I think bodybuilding is improving. Mm-hmm. its situation and its take on that because they're, they're generally really good at following the science and the science says full range of motion is yeah. better so that's a group of people that are going to milk everything they can to get better and I guarantee I, I really think that that trend is dying dying in the bodybuilding community there I think are, they have higher and higher quality lifts all the time on bodybuilders I, I think because the information is out there it is getting better but there are still guys like Sam Solek who's just like nah bro I got big because I took a bunch of gear and now I and I lift partial reps and I don't really care. A lot of you know a lot of the fitness community singing his praises right now. Yeah, I think it's more because he's because uh, of his personality than his actual like lifting. Um, he does seem like he's a laid back, pretty decent guy. Extremely, he seems like he's pretty good to fans and stuff too. Yeah, I think I think that's what really made it because he, when he does his videos, he kind of just makes it like he's just like talking to people, yeah. kind of like what we do, except yeah. we're not. We don't look like Sam Solik, so they don't look at us. They're like, nah, you're not nope. p- huge and lean and on two grams of gear. Get out of here. I don't want to listen to what you have to say. Oh, you can out-total Sam Solik? Well, that don't matter because you don't have abs. <laughs> like, just you wait. That, I'll tell you what, those comments, if you've ever, if you follow a lot of bodybuilders, the comment sections are brutal sometimes. Dude. Uh, professional bodybuilders and some gym rats fucking calling them out for being fat in off-season or something. Right. It's like, bro, you don't even, you've, ne- you've never been big enough to, like, to... How to, I mean, those same gym. Bro- I mean, you'll see that in some professional powerlifters and stuff uh, in their comment section. There'll always be some fucking gym bro. I train for aesthetics guy. Not even a bodybuilder. It's the mm-hmm. aesthetics crowd. Mm-hmm. That's like, yeah, but you're fat. It's like, okay. It's not, or it happens under girls lifting all the time. I have a 200 pound girl squat 450, and they'll be like, yeah, but you weigh. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, but you couldn't squat that. So. 
do it if you could. You know, right. I mean? it's always <laughs> comment sections. The comment sections on all social media are toxic, no matter where you go. Well, RP is not so bad. Their their comment section is relatively small, though. So well, you have a really good, probably that's a really well informed group of fandom. Yeah, like, there there I would say the. There are people in the Lane Norton comments that are... That's because people are there to attack Lane. Yeah. They are much less informed, and they are either, like you said, attacking Lane, following him blindly, or are just there to disrupt. Like, there's yeah. a lot of people who... I don't know how, why you would get kicks out of just going into comment section to be just disruptive. Disrupt. It's just weird to me. It's like, do you have something productive to do? Like, that that can't be the only... like. They're, they're, and it's just the most random shit. It's always burner accounts and stuff like that that are coming in and just saying the wildest shit. And it's just like it's the it's the um, the diet zealots mm. that kill me and Doctor Lane's. Mm. Like, listen, the only thing he did, he didn't say anything. He's really good about not saying anything's good or bad most yeah. of the time. He'll state facts. He'll state facts with science backing. It. You are looking at the studies. He has given you the studies to look at. He has done the work for you, and you're gonna get under there and still say. Carnivore is better, or veganism is better, or what? Uh, man, those man, those people are fucking nuts, man. Like, there, I, I think that there's situations. You know, we talked about it before. There are situations where those things are better, but but like, and for certain people, the diet you can stick to, right, is the yeah. best diet. And we we talked about that. He talks about that, but like, man, those people are like presented with presented with the facts, like. The biggest things like against carnivores, saturated. We know saturated fat contributes to heart disease. Mm-hmm. They'll get under there and be like, "It's seed oils. It's this. It's that." It's here. We got forty years of studies that says mm-hmm. it's saturated fat. Man, I'm sorry. Like beef's not inherently bad for you, but like Stunk you overeat anything, it'll kill you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you can overeat rice and make yourself diabetic. You know what I mean? <laughs> it I is think, what it is. Like, I think I mean, the biggest thing from um, Lane is that he repeats all the time is the dose makes the poison. Absolutely. The dose makes the poison. Absolutely. Like you could, you could eat like butter is not going to kill you. Eating an entire stick every day of the, for the rest of your life will probably kill you. (laughs) I don't think that's probably, I feel like that's, (laughs) that's just going to kill you. It's just going to kill you. Like, you know, sure. You're you're adding, sure. One stick of butter, you're going to add 600 calories to your daily, day, daily diet just because. Yeah. I mean, it's probably going to, you're gonna no, don't forget there's 3,500 calories in a pound, so you're gaining a pound a week for no fucking good reason. <laughs> for a <laughs> stick of butter. For a stick of butter, yeah, absolutely. No, that's an extreme example, but right. like, fuck, like. And you know what's what's really funny? Just talking about the diet stuff, and we we said we were signing off a long time ago, but I just have to bring this up because it it kind of like encouraged me a little bit because um, you know I've been working with Albert, yeah. Um, so he's kind of changed his mind on how he wants to eat so he's he's coming off keto carnivore and he's eating a more balanced diet and the way i've been able to structure his diet he says he feels like he doesn't even diet anymore yeah like i was just like all you need to do is follow these macro profiles and i just told him like you know just just cut down on your fats because that's the highest uh calorie per gram so just focus on like reducing the fat and everything that you eat, but you can still eat fun stuff. Like he still eats cereal, like cereal, like a a one, I think it's zero to one gram fat cereal. It doesn't matter what it is. And 0% milk. And you got your bowl of cereal and milk and you got no fat. So your calories aren't very high and you're still eating a fun food. And he's eating like, um, I think he was doing like a chicken, 
chicken pasta with some some vegetables, something like that. Yeah. Some some real basic stuff. He's only eaten a couple times, so his calories are coming down. His strength is going up. His muscles are fuller because he's getting glycogen. I feel like his metabolism is about to start kicking back, ramping back up. So I don't know. I just feel like there there are a million different ways to skin a cat, but you don't have to do it the hardest way. Like you don't. That, that's one thing that set, he said is like I don't feel like I'm dieting. I feel like I'm yeah. just and I'm like that's where you need to be. You need to be eating. Yeah, that's healthy. A, that's starting to develop a healthy relationship with food and yeah. understanding that if Not, you eat a cheeseburger at lunch, you know you need a grilled chicken salad at dinner. Right. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? Like I mean it's. It's that simple. You yeah. know what I mean? And obviously, and I told him, like, the more whole foods you can eat in a day, the better you're going to feel, yeah. the better your diet's going to go. But eating processed food isn't going to kill you, especially if it's, you know, relatively low. You're not eating it all the time. Yeah. If you're not eating Taco Bell three times a day, you're probably okay. Right. But I agree. It was, it was just exciting to hear that. So. All right. Signing off for real this time. Um, Five stars on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Watch us on YouTube. Follow us on Instagram at Coleman Bar- underscore Barbell, at Nathan Scadios, at Sip It and Rip It. Um, bye, y'all. <laughs> <laughs>